Welcome to the Slow the Fuck Down Show. I'm sensuality coach Casey Hall. And I'm drama healer Elizabeth Menzel. We're here to help you find the silver lining and slowing the fuck down throughout the pandemic and beyond. Let's do this. On today's episode, Slow the Fuck Down with Freaking Out About the Future. Welcome and thank you for being part of the conversation. By the end of the show, you'll walk away with practical skills that actually work. And this isn't just a podcast where we're talking at you. This is an actual mini healing, and we are just here to soothe and support you. So take a deep breath, let your body relax, and enjoy your slowdown. If you're freaking out right now, it's completely okay. We are in a pandemic, and we've never been faced with this before. A federal emotional distress emergency hotline registered over a thousand percent increase in calls. So you are not alone. You might be facing the worst time of your life with your health, home, or finances. Or you might be financially stable and healthy and safe right now. Or you could be somewhere in the middle. Some bad things have gone down due to the pandemic, but for now, you're safe for a few months. No matter where you're at, it is totally understandable why every single one of you would be freaking out about your future right now. First, if you're unsafe, get yourself to safety now. If you're in an abusive situation, Google safe house near me, call them and they will help you. We've gathered helpful resources on our Facebook page. Please contribute by posting your financial and health related resources there. We wish we could give you all a big bucket of money, but what we can give you is scientifically proven methods to soothe your nervous system and get you feeling centered and calm so that you can make the healthiest choices possible for now and in your future. Instead of making bad choices from fear that will only make these hard times even worse. And I wish I would have known everything we're teaching now because I might still have been faced with the same horrible issues and hard times in my past, but I could have slowed down and taken way better care of myself and made way better choices. This is a huge topic and we can't possibly fit everything in. Yeah. We already have the next four months planned out. <laughs> we do. <laughs> so we want you to know that we're going through this with you and we'll be here to support you. So let's look at the neuroscience of a freak out. Your brain's job is to keep you safe. And one of the main ways it does that is to be able to make predictions about your future. Predictability is one of the ways that your brain keeps you safe. When you don't have predictability, like you don't right now, your brain dumps a whole bunch of stress hormones into your system, causing you to freak out and feel anxious and worked up about your future. Right now, we don't know what the heck's going to happen in the future. Casey, do you know what's going to happen in the future? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish too, but you know what? A really cool thing was said last night by one of my brilliant friends in my women's circle last night. She said, thank God, last summer when I was pregnant, I didn't know there was going to be a pandemic in eight months. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, oh, oh my gosh. I, I agree. Thank God I didn't know. Like part of you thinks like, oh, I could prepare. I know what to do. But I mean, especially in her case, like be, uh, pregnant with her first kid, she would have lost her freaking mind. Right. Yeah. So it, it actually turns out it, it gave me like this new feeling of relief 
about being um, comfortable in the unknown mm -hmm. and being okay with uncertainty and not knowing my future. Yeah. I actually felt a sudden freedom last night in that healing circle that I've never felt before. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I had somebody share that today and they said one of the benefits, because on our Slow the Fuck Down Facebook page, we mm -hmm. have people sharing stories about how slow down has benefited them. Yeah. Uh, one of the stories on there referenced that, talked about living day to day and how being the unknown was something that was becoming more and more comfortable for them. Right. I actually read two stories on our Facebook page that talked about that same thing, like mm. that it's actually, they've actually felt more present now without the outside distractions than they felt before. And then I have another friend who posted on Facebook. Um, she said, introverts, help us extroverts. We don't know how to do this. <laughs> right? And I was like, oh my gosh, our podcast is going to help her so much. Yep. <laughs> We're going to teach you how to sort of like make your peace with being locked inside your home because and being locked inside your own mind yes you got to make your mind a nice place to live and i will tell you for over four decades my mind was not a nice place to live it was a pretty cruel war zone in there and i was always terrified about my future all the freaking time i was stressed yeah. out it didn't stop I had an unstable childhood. I mean, I was out of the house before I could drive and I've moved 40 times <laughs> over my life, uh, mostly because of poverty or violence. I have had some crazy ass living situations and thank God for friends taking me in at the last minute because honestly, I would have been homeless several times. So, you know, it's like, even though I'm stable in this moment right now, I don't know what my living situation is actually going to be over the next few months. My man was furloughed and I miss working with my Pittsburgh Steeler clients. Mm, go Steelers! <laughs> Luckily, my virtual trauma healing practice is thriving. I'm so grateful for that and my awesome clients. Um, but really, from my painful past, I mean, I've learned the life-changing importance of slowing down and now I can keep my anxiety under control. And the truth is, is that I'd say honestly, over 90% of the time I feel calm and hopeful and positive. And I'm so grateful that I keep my prosperity and manifestation practices going with moving my body and working with my energy because I just have this confidence and this knowing that I'm gonna rise from this, I'm gonna be okay. Thank goodness for those prosperity practices. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they work. <laughs> it's a mindset shift for sure. Yeah, it's mindset and energy. You like, yeah. yeah, it really opens up your receiving channels and you can actually let in what you were blocking, even though you didn't know you were blocking it. They're really amazing. I love teaching them. <laughs> yeah, and I, I love hearing about your background as well. Mm. Um, Six months ago, I left the security of my steady paycheck job yeah. and started my own business. Boom. And I love it. I believe so deeply in the work that I do. And um, if you work for yourself, you may know this feeling that there's a huge shift going from uh, 
employer paid job to a entrepreneurial type situation. Yeah. Um, but I know I made the right choice. I have the most amazing clients and I get to serve them with this unique and advanced skill set that I've collaborated and, and fine-tuned and honed over the past couple years. Um, but even with all that, this pandemic has shaken up the world and it's created this giant question mark in our economy. And you know, because of that, even with these skills that I have to navigate stress, anxiety, freaking out, um, it's still something that I work with daily. Yeah, it's a daily practice. Working with stress for sure is it's a dedicated daily practice, but my God, it, it works and it's so important. Yeah. Yeah. And stress is one of those things that was a very apparent before the pandemic is even more so now. Uh, in my old job, uh, I worked in healthcare as a health coach and uh, every single person I talked to, stress was a topic. Um, the National Institutes of Health that came out with the statistics and 90% of doctors related visits are due to stress related symptoms. 90%? 90%. That means that by us helping people reduce their stress and freak out and anxiety, 90% of doctor visits will go down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a huge, huge thing. Like stress just affects every single part of you. It affects your sleep. It affects your relationships. It affects your metabolism, mm -hmm. right? Like it just, it invades every single part of your life. And it's, it's also why I, I teach what I teach the way I teach it. Like I'm, all my work is based in energy, physics, neurobiology. And I teach this five-step system based in neurobiology that you have to do in a certain order because it's how your brain functions. So you have to get out of that automatic stress response, which a lot of people find themselves like stuck in a loop of anxiety. Like you go to sleep, you feel anxious, you wake up, you feel anxious. And a friend said that to me last week. And um, so it's like, wow, I, we know how to break that cycle in people, right? And it takes you being um, able to regulate and control uh, your own uh, neural pathways, making new neural pathways, and your own stress response. So you don't have to be a victim of it. You can actually take the reins back into your own hands and become much uh, stronger. I mean, I used to, um, I used to freak out like all the time. Like I was in a constant state of anxiety about my future. Mm -hmm. And you know, they say like anxiety is worrying about the future and depression's worrying about the past. So you're just never present. But I'd get really pissed off at people <laughs> who would tell me to like, be grounded, be present. It's like, if I knew how to be grounded and present, I wouldn't be freaking out right now. Right, right. And it's, it's um, you know, the idea of when someone tells you, just stress, stress less, just have less stress. Yeah, it's really you. frustrating. <laughs> Because if you don't know how to do that, that's even more frustrating and adds more stress. Exactly. Um, one of the things that I have found the most helpful, even with the skill set that I learned teaching people stress management for nine years. Um, 99 I, years? <laughs> I do a lot of yoga. <laughs> um, Looking good, girl. Yeah, I don't want to say anything, but... Um, <laughs> 
But one of the things I wanted to say is even with the skill set, and I know you have done this as well, getting support for mm -hmm. yourself at this time is extremely important. I'm a coach. I have three groups right now of yeah. support people. And yeah. I'm thankful for every single one of them because each one of them adds a different component and an element to make sure that I, as a coach, helping people de-stress, helping people with their sensuality, am able to show up for them, but also take care of myself. Yeah. Well, if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of others, right? And I, I say, you know, that saying, it takes a village, right? I'm like, it takes a healing team to yeah. keep this healer, like, on her game. I have my coach and I have um, my uh, women's group that's been going since 2007. Mm -hmm. So um, virtually that's the support that I'm getting now since the rest of my healing team, I can't see right now in person, my massage therapist and um, a hairdresser. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do my own hair though. I think it looks pretty good. I think it looks fantastic. Thank you, honey. <laughs> You're welcome. So right now you might be really like freaking out about the future. In a moment, we're going to give you some skills for that. Um, but a thing I wanted to share from my own life was that it's like we're we're always believing something. You're even believing something that feels good or something that hurts you and scares the crap out of you. Mm -hmm. You might as well believe in something that feels good and do what you can to feel good now and calm your nervous system now because you're always creating your life. Your life isn't this, right? Like we were saying, like it isn't this set thing that's gonna happen and maybe if you knew what was gonna happen, you wouldn't be able to deal with that anyway. So like be in this space now where you can, um, create your life from your center, from your calm, from your power. That's where I want to create my life from. Because I know that in my past, I was creating my life from my fear. And that got me into a crappy relationship. Oh, okay. About a lot of crappy relationships, <laughs> right? But it, like a really bad marriage. Um, it kept me feeling really like run down and heavy and lethargic, as well as being anxious and like a live wire. Right? So it was bouncing between sort of this anxiety and depression, always feeling drained. Mm -hmm. um, and it's because I wasn't like plugged in to my power. It was like my energy was just spraying all over the place. And I kept this fear and anxiety happening. And then I became a self-fulfilling prophecy of my own doom and gloom. So I've learned how to shut that shit down. <laughs> <laughs> and how to change that and what to do instead. Um, and that's why I'm just so passionate about helping people with that now. Yeah. I remember those uh, Joe Dispenza I was listening to the other day and he was talking about how 98% of the thoughts that you think today, you thought yesterday. Ooh, yeah. When I heard that, I was like, oh my goodness. And it really highlights when you were, you know, you use the word acting from a place of being plugged in and being centered. Yeah. Because when you start practicing those skills now, which we will talk, talk about yeah. every little day, it incrementally chips away at that and it starts to make a difference. And I think that that's really motivating to hear because eventually if you can make those 98% thoughts working in your favor, that makes a big difference. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, when I started my healing practice, um, I started as a neuromuscular therapist and I was focused on um, fibromyalgia. Mm -hmm. And what I noticed was a through line of all my very 
different personalities of fibromyalgia patients was they all had this same thing. And at the time I was calling it frozen fear. And then when I started really studying trauma, I learned that the shortest definition of trauma is stuck stress. So stress like sticks inside your body and it creates these mental loops where you get stuck in anxious thoughts or depressive thoughts. And it, um, it, it has that sticky, sticky feeling, you know, you, you, I felt stuck back then and I felt like there was no way out. And I think that that really ties in the importance of slowing down because until you slow down, you're not able to feel those things. You're really tapping into that stuck stress and even having the acknowledgement that it's there requires the slow down. So, yeah. so much of managing the freak out, managing the anxiety, managing the stress is step one, slowing down. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So before we go into today's skills, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Hey, Slowdown fans. Are you ready to kick your anxiety, depression, and fibromyalgia to the curb? Then come to our monthly virtual nonlinear movement method classes. This is the somatic method that has worked for me and my clients, and it's guaranteed to work for you too, because it's neuroscience. Go to thehappywomanacademy.com and click on the hot pink button. Class is only 25 bucks, and it's always free for police, firefighters, and veterans. And right now, it's free for essential workers too. That's right. Go to thehappywomanacademy.com and get your ticket now. And if you're ready to take your healing even deeper, check out our new advanced nonlinear movement method classes. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hey everyone, it's me, Mother Nature. Studies show walking only barefoot reduces chronic inflammation and speeds up healing in the soft tissue of your body. This report proves that I've always known just kissing me with your feet recharges your batteries. So kick off your shoes and come walk on. Thank you, Mother Nature. Uh, I put my feet on the earth first thing every single day, and I've been sick twice in 10 years. Wow. Yeah, it worked. Here's the skills section. We're giving you two skills today. One for calming down the freak out about the future on the inside, and then another for calming the freak out on the outside. So one of my favorite skills and the easiest thing to do is we're breathing all the time, right? So you can breathe in a way that actually calms anxiety and or lifts depression. I'm going to give you both sides of that because we often bounce between anxiety and depression. So for calming anxiety, what you want to do is you want to breathe in for a count. Let's call it a four count. And then you want to breathe out for like six to eight. So you want to exaggerate the exhale and make the inhale shorter. So really letting it all out. Then inhale shorter, really exaggerate the exhale. And then for lifting depression, it's just the opposite. You want to breathe in longer and breathe out shorter. And do that for a few minutes. You don't want to get dizzy with either one, but you do want to do it for long enough that you can switch off those stress hormones and switch on the relaxation hormones. Beautiful. And I will share a skill that has helped me so much with communicating 
uh, with other people, with my partner, with my family, with my friends. And it's really, really good for when you're feeling overwhelmed. And that skill is called clearing. Actually just used it this morning. I was feeling very, very overwhelmed. And I said to my partner, are you available for five minutes to listen to me share? I'm feeling overwhelmed. Mm. And he checked in with himself and said, yes. So I asked permission. I told him I was feeling overwhelmed and he said, yes. Then I shared for five minutes what I was feeling overwhelmed about. I talked about the podcast. I talked about things going on in my life. But I shared it from a standpoint of, with the intention of wanting to feel better. Oh, that's so the clincher. That's the, that's the clincher. Um, when you share something in a clearing, it is with that intention of feeling better. And so there's a big difference between clearing and bitching. Yes. <laughs> okay. Clearing is, I'm asking for permission. I'm sharing with the intention of feeling better after this. I'm just going to share and move on. I'm going to feel better. Bitching, on the other hand, is not asking permission and mm. just unloading in a way that you start to share everything that bothers you and you start to go into spiral and you feel worse after. You feel worse. It's not cathartic. Right? It's not you cathartic. vomit on the other person. You don't honor them. You don't honor yourself. And you stay, you stay stuck because the catharsis hasn't happened. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So I really, really, um, I recommend this skill. I will use it with my clients. Like I said, I use it with the people in my life and it is amazing way to move the overwhelm, um, out of your, out of your mind. And, um, then you can move on and just feel better. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Bonus skill, bonus <laughs> skill. Okay. I got to bring in bonus skill because it's my, one of my favorites, and that is interrupt anxiety with gratitude. Interrupt mm. anxiety with gratitude. And the way I do that is, the easiest way I do it, I should say, is I just get, uh, if I start to feel anxious, take a deep breath, check in with my body, let myself be, and I'm just like, okay, I'm so grateful this heater is working. I'm so grateful that my blood is moving. I'm so grateful my food is digesting. I'm so grateful I have access to water. And literally just bring my attention. I look around me. I bring, to bring my attention to what's around me, what's inside my body that I feel grateful for. And I just keep doing that. And it just really, it's one of those presencing skills that actually just works really simply. It just brings me right back to here. And it also opens up my heart. Like I feel so much love and gratitude and you know, your heart has 10 times, 10 times the magnetic resonance of your mind. So bringing in love and gratitude really, really soothes your nervous system and uplifts your mood. Yes. I love I, that. And I love the tie into presencing, bringing it back to the present moment because that really helps bring anxiety down back to the present moment and interrupting with gratitude. Yeah. And how do you do it, Casey? Um, well, this morning I was feeling very overwhelmed. And so the first thing I did is I was like, got to go upstairs. I have a gratitude journal. I have a bunch of journals, <laughs> big dork. And I she's it. spiritually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually have a journal for gratitudes and I set a timer for whatever reason. And I've been setting it for four, four, four lately, four minutes and 44 seconds. And I hit 
I hit go. And then for that time, I just sit down and I write all the things that I'm grateful for. And similar to what you said, finding the things that are immediately available for you. I'm, I'm grateful for this floor. I'm grateful for the book. I'm grateful for having a healthy breakfast. I'm grateful for having food in my fridge. And you just go, 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 go. And by doing that, you're bringing yourself back to the present moment. You're bringing your anxiety down and then you're opening that heart space. Yes. Yeah. So beautiful. Well, we are here to help you take your healing deeper. So if you would like to set up a free one-on-one -on -one consultation with either Casey or me, Elizabeth, please go to our website, slowthefdownshow.com. And now for our slow down playlist. Mm. So um, my favorite slow down song of this week and of most of my life since I was a teenager is uh, Miles Davis, All Blues. Um, and the song, well, that's the album. The, the song is kind of blue. Mm. I love that. It's got a groove and it, it literally like, I just feel like my brain waves get soothed and I get in this groove and it, it works. I've probably listened to that song honestly throughout my life 20,000 times and it still works. <laughs> what about you, Casey? What's your favorite slowdown song? So my favorite slowdown song, uh, the artist is P-E-I-A. I believe it's pronounced Paya or in Pittsburgh, P-A-A. <laughs> Um, but the song is Blessed We Are. And the mm. first time I heard the song, I was actually at a women's retreat in Mexico, getting my love, sex, and relationship certification. And uh, it just blew me away. It absolutely blew me away. And it caused me to just stop what I was doing and take it in. So that's my one. Beautiful. We would yeah. love to play these songs for you here, but we're not allowed legally. So we will put them on our Facebook page, Slow the F Down Show and they will be there for you. And we have one more slowdown song from my uh, wonderful friend, Maureen Herman. She was the bass player in Babes of Toyland for many years. And you know, I used to work at a rock club um, for almost a decade, Lounge Axe in Chicago. Shout out to Lounge Axe and all my beautiful people there. Um, so I met Maureen then like 30 years ago and uh, we've remained friends ever since. Um, even with all of our travels and living in different places. And then um, we became neighbors in Los Angeles around the same time for 10 years. <laughs> so that was really amazing. And uh, I've asked a lot of my friends, all my rock star friends and rock star clients and people from back then to uh, help us make this slowdown playlist for you. So her slowdown song is um, called quiet room and i'm going to put a link to that on our facebook page slow the up down show um, and she also sent me a text that said slowing down doesn't mean impeding progress or momentum it's about pacing so that your energy is utilized most efficiently it's also a way to automatically change perspective because you notice more cat mm. and i sat on the floor of the studio and did this song in one take enjoy so quiet room. It is beautiful. Casey, we did it. We did it. Podcast. We did our first podcast. <laughs> Woo! What was your favorite part of today's show? So my favorite part of today's show is actually doing it. Elizabeth and I have put so much love, effort, time, intention. Um, into this podcast and we're just super excited about it. So to get to a point where we're recording our premiere, 
I, I love that. And I loved actually doing it. I, me too. And it was the part that I was most fearful about. <laughs> yeah. But it was joyful. Every step of this way of, of this creation has been joyful with you, Casey. Thank you. You've made it easy. It's been one of the most positive healing experiences of my life, going from nothing, not even having an idea about it, to having this creation over the last few weeks. You've done it with love and with care and with deep acceptance of my weirdness and my changeability. Um, thank you. You are so welcome. And it has been an absolute honor and a pleasure on my side too. This is a journey, you know, this is a total edge for both of us and we're doing it. And, yeah. um, right. Cause we're like, we're masters <laughs> of the invisible, right? We're like <laughs> masters of what goes on inside of you and of energy. We're not masters of, of being so visual and so seen and so speaking out. Um, so it's a, it's been a really big learning curve and I know we're just going to keep getting better and better at it. Um, I just have a lot of gratitude and, and so much gratitude for, for people listening yes. <laughs> and liking our page. Yeah. And sharing their stories. Yes. Oh, so beautiful. Mm -hmm. So on our next episode, um, we're going to do slow the fuck down with being too hard on yourself. We know you need that. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Be gentle with yourself and enjoy your slowdown. Bye. Bye. Do you have a slowdown story? Submit it with the hashtag MySlowdown on our Facebook page, Slow the F Down Show.